I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. You know, Pittsburgh does a great job physically, defensively, and they, it was very difficult out there to score. I mean, again, the first half we shot the ball uh, incredibly. You know, we made five threes. Uh, second half, we're two for 12. There were the two plays in the second half. One, McGowan's got free throws off of him when he was fouled on the three and there was a leg kick. Yeah, he and kicked. A few minutes later. The second time. Like, what, what did the referee say to you? About well, he kicked his leg. I mean, I, same thing I saw before. He kicked out with his leg. Can't do that. Jim, halfway through conference season, how, how good are you guys? What kind of team do you think you have? I'm, we'll find out at the end. I don't make predictions before the season, during the season. At the end of the year, you'll know how good you are. Right now, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what I say or you say or anybody says. Those guys on TV—that's how they get—they get paid a lot of money to be up there, so they say all that stuff. At the end of the year, nobody remembers what bullshit they said. Boy, you were going to owe a fortune to the swear jar. Welcome to the Q's Militia Podcast with those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. What's up, Cuse Nation? Thanks for tuning into the Cuse Militia Podcast with Sean and Joe. If you like it, as always, please subscribe. The universal handle for the socials is at Cuse Militia. Go there, join the militia. We are the only Syracuse sports podcast centered around giving you, the fans, a voice. So, welcome. Well, uh, we finished up the uh, first half of ACC play. One half down, one half to go. It's only going to get tougher from here. The Orange meet reasonable expectations, I think, at 2-1 and one in this stretch of uh, road games to begin this uh, second third of the six-game segments we're looking at. Uh, you'll hear from us. We'll hear from you. And Syracuse heads back to the Dome Sweet Dome to face Florida State Tuesday, February 5th, uh, with another 8 o'clock game. And we'll let you know what to expect with that. But first... Um, Tickets. If you need tickets, you need tickets to anything. You know, I used to go to NASCAR. I go. To, I still go to NASCAR races a lot, and I used to just go there, empty-handed, and go try to find tickets. Well, there's been times where I'd go there and try to find tickets, and I couldn't. And, I'm, and then I'm paying out the ying for tickets at the box office. Well, don't do that. Don't go through that hassle. Go to Tix Blitz. Tix Blitz is the official ticket provider of the Armchair Media Network, and other unlike. Other ticketing providers that sneak in the extra fees and unexplained service charges at Tix Blitz, the price you see is the price you pay. No unnecessary fees uh, should prevent you from seeing the sporting event or concert you want to go to. Go to TixBlitz.com and enter the promo code ARMCHAIR at checkout to receive 5% off your total ticket purchase. That's T-I-X-B-L-I-T-Z.com, promo code ARMCHAIR. 
Ticks, Blitz, Guaranteed Seats, Guaranteed Emotions. Joe? Yes. How's it going, buddy? Good, man. How you doing? I'm good. So were you were you um just real quick before we get into like the breakdown, were you a little bit surprised how easily um I wouldn't say easily, but how Syracuse handled Pitt, uh, especially in the in the first half? Oh yeah, especially considering the points, the amount of points that Ty's battle uh right. scored. Yeah. That was very I mean he had zero at halftime. He so. had zero at halftime and he finished. And we were up what, thirteen? So Yeah. Yep. And, and it was it was a it was a team effort. Chuku started strong. Yeah, yeah, he uh, he started strong, and Daddy's uh, boy came came in and hit some threes. So oh, I love Daddy's boy. I do. <laughs> I just think it's <laughs> it's, it's so great tough. to see that it didn't phase him. That's for sure. Yeah, it's great to see it doesn't. You know, they did it at Duke too. But you know what? All you can do, shut him up. Hit a three-point shot. Shut him up. Or steal the ball, and that's what he was doing. Uh, The Orange improved to 16-6, 7-2 in ACC play by taking out Pitt for the second time in two weeks. Uh, I I don't know what was more shocking to me at the end of this game. Brissett with 18 points. Archuku outscoring Battle 10-6. Thankfully, (laughs) when Battle struggles, uh, he's dishing it out. He had five assists. Pascal was really close to a double-double with eight rebounds to accompany his 10 points. Brissett with his 17th double-double of his career with 12 points to pair or 12 rebounds to pair his 18 points. And speaking of daddy's boy, I love what Coach is doing with Buddy because, I, I mean, he uses him really strategically when he does use him or he doesn't use him at all. But when he's in there... I mean, he's been pretty efficient in conference play, at least. He adds a spark, and he's been he's been becoming you know scrappy on defense. He had two steals last night, uh, six yeah. points, two for five from the floor. Uh, he's only going to improve, and you can only imagine that he's going to be a star down the road. I mean, he's going to be our, our you know he's going to run, you know, his senior year. It's going to be all buddy, man. I can't wait. So, well, I actually I can. Uh, no, he's already shooting fifty percent. Yeah, in ACC play this year as a freshman, and usually your confidence only gets up or goes up the older you get and the more experience you get. So, yeah, I'm definitely excited, and it's good to have somebody that's you know 50 percent three point shooter coming off the bench. Yeah, uh, just in case, just in case Howard or Battle uh, have a, need a little bit of rest or you know. Yeah, or have a night like struggling a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pitt stifled Hughes again. Uh, He struggled against them a couple weeks ago when we played. He only had five points this time. He had eight, I think, last time. Um, And again with Howard, he working in tandem with Brissett. It seems like if Tyus has an off day, when someone does step up, if it's Brissett, it's also battle. He had 15 points. Uh, are, and also Howard. He had 15 points and four steals. And I'd, I'd say the message was sent by coach and it was received by those two. They uh, responded like veterans. And as fans, obviously, that's what we like to see. We talked in the last show about how coach motivates the benching and being brutally honest and pressers. And there's no motivation more powerful than having to go out there and prove yourself. And that's what both of those guys did last night. So it was good to see that. And I hope they can keep it up. Coach mentioned in the montage that uh, that Howard is back to where we where he was in summer when he was shooting during practice. And I hope that uh, he's off the schneid there. Um, the difference, though, I thought, in my opinion, was the defense, the Orange Holden pit to 31.6 overall and 22.7 from distance. Syracuse, once again, though, was out-rebounded by four, 39 to 35. The all-time series with Pitt 
rests at 70 and 45 in favor of the Orange. A quad one win was adjusted to a quad two win this morning as the new <laughs> net rankings came out. Uh, I thought that might happen. Uh, Pitt loses their fifth straight. And they slipped from 69 in the net to 81 in the net. That's one of the biggest. That's one of the biggest falls I've seen in one, in in in, in one um, what two days I guess in two days. Um, Syracuse though climbs from 45th to 42nd. So nice. there's your net rankings. That's the good and the bad of the net rankings. You beat a quad one. You, you had a quad one win last night. You wake up this morning and it's a quad two. Yeah. So I mean. I thought maybe there was a chance that the because because it was a what well, was a quad two game for them, but I was thinking maybe with their strength of schedule, that's why they were staying up in the net rankings for so long because they're hovering right around where they were. They lose the fifth game to us and they drop twelve points. So yeah, but that probably it could have been their second loss since the net. That's true. It could have been. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard, BMW, the ultimate driving machine. You're right. Maybe they lost a game on Thursday or something or Wednesday, and they haven't changed in that since then. Who knows? But So, um, uh, like I was saying, with Buddy, um, you know, he comes out. He hits a couple threes. He wasn't in there very long. I mean, you could see when you know you could see when Buddy's time was up. I feel yeah. like right. He had yeah. he had he had the turnover, and uh, but he was he was scrappy while he was out there, man. I mean, and he's he's doing really good. But how? I mean, we've been waiting for Brissett to to come up with a big game, and it's like you saw glimpses of it. I guess we really did against Boston College. I know Coach was kind of hard on him. And I mean, maybe we kind of were too, but he started that game pretty good. And you could tell he was trying. He was just wasn't succeeding. Last yeah. night, he did what he needs to do every game. And Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right? I mean, back in the boards. He was back in the boards. He was down low doing what he does. Got a couple blocks. Uh, I mean, scored 18 points off of just, you know, six and nine shooting field goals. He was six to eight from the free throw line. And I mean, same thing with Frank Howard scoring 15 and him kind of filling up the stat sheet. He went four for four from the free throw line, three from seven from the three point line, you know, only took nine shots. I mean, neither of them 
shot more than 10 shots and um they were making them they, well, the difference yeah. was free throws 82.4 percent they've struggled yeah. as a team all year you had Brissett six for eight Chuku hit, hit the only two he took battle hit the only two he took and frank yeah. howard hit the four he took yeah some of the free throws they kind of you know helped to keep it close you know in the double digit range type stuff like that but a lot of it just comes down to just the percentage that you said. The shooting percentage alone is really the difference in this game uh, because if you look at the turnovers and everything like that, again, we were pretty better with the assists and better with the steals and the blocks and stuff like that, but the turnovers were still close. Rebounds were really too close to really matter. So the big difference that you see in this game is really just the shooting percentage. So, I mean, we haven't really even talked about it, but, I mean, defense – Played a really solid game. Chukwu played good down the middle. They they let a couple. Oh, they had couple, they let a couple, a couple open behind threes. them go. Yeah. You know, yeah, but uh, I mean, if you take away some of that other stuff, uh, I mean, they were kicking their legs out the all game. I think they hit two. They got I think at least six points off of kicking their leg out um, on I those threes, and until they got you know Frank Howard got the call on the third time. Uh, once Jerry McNamara had, you know, once I read it today, it was Jerry McNamara who had who had who pointed up. it out and talked, yeah, to show the ref what was going on. So, um, again, just an overall good team win when and, somebody like Tyus Battle was sitting down and not really scoring usually what he does. Joe, so. let's let's talk about that real quick because I'm not sure if there's any fan feedback on it. Maybe there is. I don't know. But um, accidental, the the no. the, the leg. Is it accidental in your in your opinion? You, uh, no, no, it's taught, no. right? Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't think it's it's what? necessarily. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. Why would you kick your leg out when you go to when you go to naturally jump? The closer your feet stay together, you know, the more square you stay, the easier it is to land square. You know, you don't shoot and spread your legs out, or you don't jump and spread your legs out when you're shooting like that. So again, right. yeah, um, I mean, yeah, unless you don't know I mean, where the ground is. I mean, what, well, you, they've had to tweak the, that rule in the NBA before. I mean, Reggie Miller used to do it all the time. And a lot of guys, sometimes what they'll do is they'll kick their legs out but forward. And a lot of times um, that's for guys running in front of them, you know, stuff like that. But when you're blatantly kicking it off to one side or another based upon which way the defender is running by you, uh, that's, you know, that's not only dangerous because you're falling and you're tripping the other guy. But on top of that, uh, I mean, someone can get kinda, injured, first of all. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, but it, you know, Brissett. If you go back and look, it was at, at Orange Bias on Twitter, but I think they have a Facebook page too. They 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 have it uh, that that sh- uh, that shot from him where Brissett got called uh, for a foul behind yep. the arc, and he he tripped over the dude's leg. I mean, the dude literally tripped him. So yeah, I mean, that was the same guy cool. that got that's the same guy that got the call against. Uh, Against Frank Howard, but there was another time when Wilson Frame on the sideline uh, tried to do it to um, Elijah Hughes as well. So, and he made the shot, but there was no call. So again, I mean, you know, it's one of those things where you're kind of you kind of push the issue sometimes to try to get calls. Uh, hope that the ref doesn't see what's going on or try to get away for. I mean, that's just something you do until. They call it on you, and it's, then you know you gotta dirty, stop though. it. It's dirty. Play- I mean, I wouldn't. I don't want to say it's. That's yeah, dirty. That's yeah, dirty. If you're you, tr- look, if, you're trying to get a call, man. I mean, look, they I, got. Two, I understand. They, you can try they to. They got away with it twice. They got six points out of it. Uh, they got the call, and then they stopped doing it. 
You know, it's just one of those things. Well, they stopped doing it because the refs uh, finally called it. But well, that's I, I mean, I there's a think... lot of rules that get pushed to that limit in a lot of different sports where you kind of push the issue until you force the refs to to start controlling it. If you're throwing and, your and leg, if you're throwing your leg out to create contact and, and initiate some sort of uh, contact, I mean, it's going to be a trip. I think that's dirty. I don't think flopping's dirty. That's trying to get a call too. That's not dirty. You know, that's that's a when you put yourself when you're creating a situation where someone can get hurt for your advantage, uh, not not caring about you know they're them just trying to get a no, call. No, but they're dirty. falling too. Oh, I, you get hit, I get it. If you get hit in your leg as you're shooting, that guy's going down too. Uh, so I mean, they're kind of sacrificing themselves as well. Well, that's that's there. That's up to them. So, right. But, that's uh, the same thing as flopping or AKA taking a charge or trying to take a charge. Yeah. So yeah. Well, um, all right. Well, you want to talk? You got you got anything to to wrap up the uh, for you on the game end before we get into fan feedback? Solid game, solid, solid game, game on the good, road. I mean, Pitt Pitt they're scrappy, and that was a scrappy, yeah, hard fought game last night. Good physical. defense, good good defense. But we in had the good defense. Half. They didn't really shoot that well, and we got out of there. I was surprised. I got a little nervous there in the second half when they cut the deficit, but um, yeah, they got all within in all, two. All in all, I mean, I'm I'm very impressed with our the way we've been playing on the road this year, and the fact again that like we talked about battle two or thirteen with six points. That's and then to still pull out the win and not even really have it wasn't really even a nail biter at the end, you know. So no, it just, it wasn't really, but it was getting there. <laughs> it, it, no, it's, it's, at one point it was, but then it went back. Yeah, and then we kind of gained control, but. I'm 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 real impressed with Syracuse going on the road in not only just being on the road. I mean, you look at Boston College or you look at um, what was another one? Give me an easy one. What was the Wake other Force? one? Force. Well, we haven't played them yet, but you look at Bo- <laughs> you, you look at Boston College or Notre Dame, okay? And then you look at places like Cameron Indoor or you know the Zoo. You know these people call themselves the Zoo. Uh, right. You know hostile environments, man, where they line the length of the court with the students, and they're straight holes. Let's be honest. So, uh, you know, it, how it's, dare you? It's not. <laughs> it's not easy for these kids to go in there and be taunted and, and yelled at and, 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 you know, everything like, you know, everything under the sun. It's not easy to hold your composure and stay in the game, but it's motivating. And I'm proud of this team for the way they've played at Cameron Indoor and at Pittsburgh. I, it's, it says a lot to me. So, yeah. Um, yeah. They, there was a couple seasons ago where, I, I believe with Gillen and, and White and them, or we didn't make the tournament because of yeah, we got rattled the, there, big time. It wasn't even a rattle. It was we only had we had minimal. Um, what was it? But I think our, the only games that we won on the road were at NC State and at Clemson late in the year, right. and that, those are the only games we won on the road. And I remember we made the NIT that year. I think I think it was because of the fact that we just didn't win any big games on the road. Uh, yeah, and that. so that's, again, uh, one thing that I look at that's kind of a positive going in as uh, we keep going into the season. We hopefully we won't have to worry about it. But if again, that's another positive thing on the bubble. I think we're six and one on the road. So, yeah. And hey, uh, you mentioned White and White and um, Gillen. So I said uh, White scored for uh, just a correction because you reminded me of it. And I went and looked it up. You said. <laughs> We talked about Gillen last episode, and I said he scored 43 points one game. That was 
Gillen scored those points, not White. I said White did, but it was Gillen. against NC State, right? That was the one I went to. Yeah, yeah, it was Gillen that scored mm-hmm. forty three. But there was one time when White scored forty in that same year. Yep. So. Yep. Um, but yeah, not good on the road that year. I felt bad for those guys, grad transfers. But um, yeah. Well, all, I think, like I said, I think that it, that was really what it, what they ended up saying. What the committee ended up saying that year was the fact that they didn't really they prove that they could go and win on the road. Right. All right, well, let's do some fan feedback, man. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's time to hear from you. The loud mouths from the loud house. The best damn college sports fans in the nation. All right, you guys know the deal. Go to Facebook. Go to Twitter. Look us up there if you haven't, if you're not already. At Cuse Militia is the universal handle for everything. I always propose a question at the end of the game for you to give us your thoughts on the game. All right, we will start with Twitter. Um, or actually, no, we're going to start with Facebook. Joe says, uh, Brissett was a beast tonight. I guess Battle and Hughes de- deserve an off game. We need that out of Howard every night. Yeah, I mean... There's been a couple games where Howard's been close to doing stuff like that, but I mean, I don't know. It's the inconsistency thing, Joe, for me. Yeah, that second half though, he stepped up big. He again, he had two threes in a row, and then he had that like jump stop at the free throw line kind of jumper that he had. Uh, he uh, he's starting to look more and more like his old self. But again, like you said, it's the consistency thing. But I think he's starting to get it and. Um, yeah, I'm kind of excited for him and Brissett stepping up and having a game like this. So now um, it's just putting it all together so they can kind of do it all at the same time. Yeah, we'll just have to <laughs> see, you know, what happens against Florida State and see if he can keep it going. I'm telling you, though, if they, all these guys can get clicking, I mean, it's like so it's been such a struggle getting right. all these guys to click for a, just a solid performance, team performance. It's been like maybe maybe two games you could point to. Uh, Nick says, if they can get that production out of our bigs with more consistency. Wow. Hey, it's like you read my mind. Uh, we can become <laughs> a dangerous team. Brissett showed tonight why he can be an NBA pick. Pitt is a scrappy team and plays D that way. Tough game to watch at times, but pulled out the W, and that's all that mattered. On to the next one. Yeah, um, they their D was scrappy. Their D's like, you know, they play that. It was almost like in the second half, it was very similar to how Virginia Tech was playing us. Yeah, uh, you know what I'm saying. So yeah, well, they just got their that you know in your face guards. Yeah, it's yeah, it's hard to watch sometimes because our guys were kind of Hughes. I mean, it rattled Hughes a little bit. He was losing control yeah. of the ball quite a bit. So, yeah. um, and there was a couple, I mean, it wasn't just Hughes. I'm not singling him out by any means. There was, right. a, there was a couple of them, but the, uh, we talked about Joe, I think we talked about it last night. The, the two offensive rebounds towards the end of the game where we, where I said, you know, what would you rather have a minute 14 wasted off the clock with three missed shots or to maybe hit one of those shots, albeit a two or, you know, a two pointer. But the, at that point in time, to, well, to, to, to milk that clock out for a minute 14. You know. Yeah. Well, best case scenario is you do that and then hit the last one, right? <laughs> right. But, right. Exactly. Uh, but if you're talking the first one or something like that. The again, second. A, at the very, at the very latest. A lot, the a lot can happen. A yeah. lot can happen in, in, in a short amount of time in basketball with timeouts and stuff like that. So I uh, 
that that milk in the getting the the three opportunities there and the two with the two uh, offensive rebounds to be able to milk over a minute there at the end was was pretty crucial, man. It really was. Uh, and if Brissett Brissett showed tonight why he can be an NBA pick, yeah, if he played like that all you know season up to this point, oh yeah. Well, we know it. But if he we was know averaging it. a double double, then he'd probably have a better record. But we know <laughs> we know he can do it though, and that's kind of what's been so frustrating. But I'll tell you what, if he finishes off the last half of ACC play, then you know he he, he might still be in the mix there. So well, in. and you know that happens in college basketball is just sometimes something just clicks or right. you know whether it's for a team or for individual players you see a lot of times every year you yeah you don't really hear about a guy and then they go to the tournament and the guy goes on a four game you know just tear and shows out in the tournaments you know conference tournaments NCAA tournament just at the end of the year overall and then the guys uh top NBA pick. Yeah. You, know, you, you see it every year. So I, you know, that's why I love basketball because you have all year and we're still right there. And it all, all it's going to take is for it to click, whether it's for Brissett or battle or every, or just everybody all together at the same time, not battle Howard. I mean, maybe it clicked because he was, he was, you know, berated on a national stage at a press conference. <laughs> Maybe like I said, worked. like yeah. I said, I'm telling you, if you, I'd be willing to bet that if you go back more times than not, the person that gets berated in a post game press conference comes back and has a decent game the next game. Well, that's adversity right there because coach tore him a new one. He didn't play great, but he had played okay. I mean, I thought he played okay in the first half. Well, he, he played... The, he I'm talking played about the, Boston College right now. Too. Right. The first, like, eight... Maybe the first five, six, eight minutes, he played really good, and then it turned right back it into... It fizzled out, yeah. It turned back into his old self, but he was at least trying. He wasn't chucking up threes the whole game. I mean, we've complained about that, too, so... No, yeah, you have. Yes, for I, sure. Yes, I have. Um, let's see. Steven says, we came out of the road trip 2-1. and one. We did what we needed to do. We played six ranked teams in our last nine games. So buckle up. So it's buckle up time, Q's fans. Uh, <laughs> buckle up, Buttercup. <laughs> buckle up. It is. It is. And we've talked about it. It is a brutal back end of the schedule. And you know, we talked about coming out of these three games two and one. As I would be happy with two and one. And you know, it could have very easily have been one and two. Very easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, really happy about that. No, no doubt there. Uh, oh, yeah. to be two and one coming from a road, a little road, uh, trip like that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so th- this is trite, but it is also my cousin. So, and he never says anything <laughs> when I ask him for his thoughts on the game. So he said, a win is a win. I'll take it. It's very, you see why he doesn't do the show with us. Um, great job, Eric. Joe says, any conference road win is a big win at, at Joe Pasek 44. Any conference road win is a big win. Tyus wasn't scoring, but he was facilitating. O'Shea took up the scoring load. Keep improving. Keep learning. Keep getting better. On to the next one. Let's go. Hope my punctuation suits you guys. Yes, absolutely. See? Did you see, see, Joe? Did you see both of you, Joes? Did you see how smoothly I ran through that? See how smooth that was? You probably practiced it a bunch oh, today. Get the hell out of here! If I was going to practice any of them, see, he why, just how would it. I screw it's it easy. up to begin with? Okay, so practice, practice, 
practice. Uh, he just gets it. He gets it. Soon. Yeah, he gets it. Um, and I appreciate it. Uh, Kev at well, well, let's just call him Kev Nash. Here we go. Why? Because when I go through and pick comments, I screenshot them and I circle them, mm. and I I covered his handle up. So my bad. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. I think he's a DJ in Syracuse. One one oh seven something. One oh seven nine. Uh anyway, uh Frank was huge with two back to back threes in the second half. That those yes. Those are kind of what sealed it up. I mean, towards the end. Yeah. Right? I mean yeah. it was awesome. So to see that from Frank, Ty we've talked about Tyus having an off night to see Frank step up like that. I hope we're getting over that hump. It's kind of been he's kind of slowly been improving. He's he's had a couple take a couple steps back um against uh Boston College, but came back out again and um or excuse me, against Virginia Tech, right? Yeah. But uh either way, doesn't matter. No, Boston <laughs> College, he's buddy went in and played the end of the game that's too. Right. So. That's what it, that's what it was. And he was mean mugging on the bench. That was the last show, that's right. Um but he came out and played good, see? See the motivation? Yeah, it's awesome. You get benched, and then you get reamed out in a press conference, and they both come out, and they're the reason that we win the next game. But, you know, see? which is, you know, maybe he should have berated Tyus yeah, during this press mental conference. Mental warfare. You don't, be, you don't berate Tyus. You don't berate Tyus. Nobody puts Tyus in the corner. What is wrong me? with you? Um, no, he's only got – that's only his third single-digit game this year. So. I know, but geez, Come on, Tyus. But he was dishing, he was dishing it out. Hey, Joe, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, at uh, <laughs> oh, here we go. At little ba- baby Lulu XO. Oakland Zoo and students are trash. Yes. Yes. <laughs> They're so freaking annoying. They are the worst. They are. I I mean, who's worse, Joe? The Cameron the Cameron crackheads or the the petting <laughs> zoo? Who's worse? I don't know. It's annoying, but they're not even. Did you did you see their did you see their um, like at least Duke at least they got a reason to be able to act exactly. like exactly. Great point, Joe. I didn't even think about that. That is a great point. So they had and then they're just crying and whining about I don't know. And they had they both had both of the school's students um, have the uh, the paper. I don't know what Duke's is called, but Pitts is called the dirt, where they go through players social media and they basically make fun of them and they got in here you know uh about O'Shea Brissett you know he's from Canada so when he's at the line chant USA during his free throws like how stupid is that like, <laughs> well <laughs> I don't know right. I mean he shot six to eight so I think it helped yeah right that's what I'm talking about motivation man <laughs> and oh 90 percent of his tweets and retweets are videos or pictures of himself Oh, oh, okay. Um, and then you got, you know, the same old BS. Uh, coach, daddy's boy. Uh, uh, you know, chant daddy's boy. Or chant noodle when Dollar's Eye is at the, at the line. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's funny. I mean, it's kind of funny, but still. like Even I Pete mean, Davidson guess... even Pete Davidson hates Syracuse. Who cares? Pete Davidson's a dope. Who cares? Who cares what he says? A lot of people don't like Syracuse. He didn't say anything about the team, though. Who cares? Pitt, Pitt's a great place. Pitt's a great place. Yeah. Um, Oakland Zoo. Yeah. I don't even know what state they're in. Um, at Tony 
Staffieri. Is that good? Is that good? Staffieri. I got it. You know why I got it? Because he broke it down for me, syllable by syllable. I <laughs> <laughs> saw that. Frank, saw that. Frank picked a great time to have a senior moment. Yes, absolutely. Best game, probably his best game of the season, O'Shea's best game of the season. The last time they had their best games of the season, they both had their best games of the season in the same game. Both of them working, you know, picking up the slack. And it was another game where Tyus kind of struggled a little bit. So, yeah, and hopefully we can grow on that. Hopefully it just gets better and better. Hopefully I say they had their best game of the season next uh, after Tuesday. So, um, at... Uh, T-R-W-I-L-6510. Uh, the biggest difference in this game was Chuku. He had eight points and did did a good job rebounding and uh, alternating the shots. Uh, yeah, Chuku, like, I don't know if Coach gave him enough credit. He said he played decent in the beginning, but, I mean, it, when he was out there, there was tough. It, he made it tough for those guys. Yeah, because he, well, he, he was, was and he was scoring too. So I he mean, was scoring, I, he he got us out to a good. I think he scored the first eight of the ten six, points, maybe, or is it six? Six of the eight. Six uh, of the eight. Okay, something yeah, like that. Sure. Um, but it, when he's down there and he was doing stuff, but we we talked about that the last episode. If he's down there and he's doing stuff, they have to adjust around that. So even when he came back in and he really wasn't doing a ton, he was still there. You know what I mean? So yeah. I mean, I was good with it. I was good with it. Yeah. No, that's... I thought I, he played I'm, good. I'm perfectly fine with the way that that he played. I mean, I'm happy with his final numbers, I guess. Is, that's what it comes down to for me. You know, because that's what we kind of need him to do. I'd like to, him to get... I would like him to be in, in the double-double range. I mean, you know, 10 points, 8 rebounds isn't terrible, though. So, I mean, I'll take that for what we... No, Brissett was stealing a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, let's see. At Scren14, a good road dub. Continue to be amazed at Carey getting zero time. I get it. This is what Jimmy B does. Vets get the minutes, but just like, just let the kid kids play through some of the mistakes and learn. He's, his attacking style could be crucial versus ball pressure defense like UVA and UNC. I, I do, well, I somewhat disagree with... Uh-huh. I somewhat disagree about being amazed by him getting zero time. When he's out there, he he is energetic. He's he is decent on defense, but he's been he's he turns the ball over really easy. So uh, I mean, he so. has well. I mean, he's yes, I do bad, think he's so. He's had some bad passes and stuff like that, but real, I think that um, like when I when I think about what he's trying to say, uh, what uh, Chris is trying to say is that. Um, when you look ahead to some of these teams, I mean, you see just when we play teams like Pittsburgh, right? When we talk about them being all up in you, uh, playing yeah, defense and defense. everything like that, you can see that Elijah Hughes really isn't great at handling that pressure and no, that uh, Buddy Beheim really isn't all that great at dribbling, you know, in that pressure and no. stuff like that. So right. I just don't see some of those guys, unless they end up going and playing zone to where Buddy and Elijah can maybe find some spots. But if they're playing that tough in-your-face man-to-man that, like, Virginia does, like teams that he's talking about, um, you're going to need some guys who can – who can. I'm not saying Buddy Beheim's scared, but he doesn't have the speed and, and kind of the athleticism somewhat as far as carry to be able to handle that type of pressure. And I'm just talking getting the ball up the court. Yeah, well – you know, I understand so that. I, I, like- I do agree with. I do agree, and we've said it. We said it a lot last year, especially with Howard 
with him with the bench being so short and Howard able to play through his mistakes. I do I do agree with some of that, but on the other hand though, like how long do you let him play through his mistakes? Like these games are so close right now. The opportunity for him to play through his mistakes was early and I feel like coach let him do that. And he was getting a lot of minutes before conference play. Well, he was, and he's been battling with certain injuries uh, throughout the whole year, you know, with his ankle in the beginning. And then I think he had a shoulder where he missed some games. Yeah. Um, and again, with Buddy playing as good as he is and some of the older guys, I get it. I get I get why you're playing the guys you're playing, and it is to get the Ws and against the teams that are in front of you right now. So, again – um, you never really know. Like I said, you just you never really know who you're going to need when it comes to teams like this, and you just hope that Carey's prepared. So, I mean, who knows what he's doing in practice, and who knows the conversations that Beheim's having with Carey about when he's going to get his time and when it's going to be his turn and stuff like that. But um, I hope that it doesn't come back to bite us. Well, That's all I'm really saying. Well, I know. Because high-pressure high, high defense – it's already been pretty much proven, especially when it comes to, you know, passing the ball in inbounds play, breaking a press, that kind of stuff. Uh, I mean, Buddy carries a better option than probably Hughes and Beheim. Right, but comes- on, you you know that coach is, you know that coach is looking at practice though too. So yeah, I, we don't yeah, know yeah. we don't know what Carey's doing in practice. Maybe right. he's having really bad. Maybe he's not doing good in practice, and right. co- that's why coach was putting Buddy in a lot. Because he was having good practices, and when he would shoot like crap, he'd get yanked. Well, when you're struggling to score points, right, right, and you see yeah. and you see somebody shooting the way that Buddy's been shooting in practice, then obviously you're going to make the change. And again, like I said, it's them not looking past it. I get it, but I do think that there, there are going to be struggles. And I think that I think where he's coming from is that maybe you know Kerry needs to be prepared to be able to come in and handle some situations that maybe Buddy Bayheim or Elijah Hughes isn't going to be able to handle. Yeah, I would, I would, I understand that. I, I would agree with some of that, but I would like to see him get, I'm not, I'm not stunned that he's not getting any minutes right now, put it that way. But on the other hand, I would like to see him get minutes. I would like to see him get out there and see what he can do. Maybe at home versus Florida state might be a good one. I don't know. You know, no, never but, know. but it's all going to come down to how he, how he does in practice is my, is my thought. I guess. Okay. So, well, uh, only time shall tell. Uh, at if not now, when eighty four. I liked Frank, but he continues to be a huge asset. Tyus can do more than score. Ref suck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Good. Good win on the road. Cuse. Yeah. Good win on the road. The refs. Um, I'm trying to think. They were. Oh. I, I didn't. Really, I didn't mind them because we got it kind of away. With a couple, I mean, I don't want to say away with them, but they called that that kick out, and then they stopped that play when Chuku got uh, elbowed. Yeah, so what did you some... think about that? That was another that was another classy moment from the uh, petting zoo down there on the floor. Um, but well, te- technically, you're, you're supposed, supposed to, to let that play. Yeah, I wonder why they uh, didn't. Huh? I don't. I don't know. Well, why'd you pause I mean, Chuku, so long there? Chuku went down. Oh, he went down. Yeah, it looked like maybe I don't even know. I didn't really see him. He got elbowed in his. He got elbowed in his ribs or his chest or something like that. Well, freaking eat a damn cheeseburger, man. I don't know if it's his ribs or if he got the wind knocked out of him or whatever, but. Oh well, maybe he got the wind knocked out of himself. But 
Um, so, all right, yeah. Well, that's your fan feedback top ten for. I, actually, I didn't. I don't even know if it was ten. I don't. Even, I, I don't remember counting it out for sure. But unbelievable. But if you got a bonus, you got it. But I tell you what, it, it was at least ten. Um, but go to go to Accuse Militia on Twitter and Facebook and join the militia there and get in on some of the fan feedback. We enjoy it. We love it. And thanks for all of you who participated in it all the time. So yeah, awesome. Yes, sir. The Orange will get to stay in Syracuse for a couple games. The first of which is against 25th ranked Seminoles. Tuesday, February 5th at 8 o'clock again. Joe's favorite start time. Uh, the, mm-hmm. the all-time series sits at 7-3 in favor of the Cuse. The Orange and Florida State first met in 1990. The Orange won the first three games of the series before getting beat by Florida State in the 1997 NIT tournament. Oh, gosh. Uh, that was the year I graduated high school. The last time we played the Seminoles was last year. Uh, in January, Battle would score 36 points in that game, but it wouldn't be enough as we lost in double overtime in Tallahassee, 101-90. to uh, Florida State is kind of a mixed bag, I guess. They got they got wins over Miami twice and Clemson. They hung with Duke but lost by two. They got losses to Pitt and Boston College. Uh, MJ Walker is taking the bulk of their shots behind the arc. He's 27 f- for 73. That's 37 percent. As a team, they're shooting 44.9 from the field, 33 from behind the arc, and 74.3 from the line. Florida sits at uh, 31 in the net rankings that came out today, making this a quad two game for the Orange, just outside of a quad one game by like one one point. Um, Syracuse sits at 42 in the in the net rankings, and this makes it a quad one game for the Seminoles. So, the Seminoles want to, you know, that's a quad one win for them. They come into the dome and beat us, and uh, we can't let that yeah. happen. So, what is it? The quad ones what one through thirty? So the quad one home games are one through thirty. Yeah, that's yeah. why. Yeah, yeah, just to kind of throw, you know, add some of that uh, onto it. They also have uh, well, actually, PJ Savoy is actually th- uh, shot 104 three pointers. Oh, was it? okay. I'm sorry. Well, it, no, it's but uh, but MJ Walker has a much better uh, percentage. Yeah, 37. So you got yeah, MJ Walker, what 27 to 73. PJ Savoy 32 of 104, and David Nichols 22 of 61. So those are their main guys. Uh, Terrence Mann can hit some too. They uh they're a tough team. They play good defense. They're taller. They're one of the taller teams in the um, in the ACC. So uh, rebounding a worry for you, especially f- it, 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 you know in this game. Uh, rebounding, they yes, it is. Um, you got Kevin Gailey. I don't even. I, I'm not even going to try to do his first name, but uh, he's one of their better <laughs> players. He's a guy, he's a forward. They got Phil Kofer as a forward, and they still got the Chris Kumaji. From last year, who's the center? Um, I think he had a pretty good game. I don't know if it was against us. It was last year, or the year before. But I mean, between those guys and, and Trent Forrest and Terrence Mann and MJ Walker and PJ Savoy, they just they got an, a, a bigger than average backline with the forwards in the center and uh, just guards that they just throw at you in, in waves. And they are going to be one of those teams where they they d up and they're not going to make it easy. Um, I am worried about. The rebounding, uh, I think a lot of it just comes down to, I think that in the past we've definitely been successful stopping this team 
as far as on offense, like our our defense. Uh, if if I don't, so they if not struggle. Mis- they struggle against our zone. Is what you're saying? Usually in the past they have yes. So again, uh, they got some guys that can shoot some threes, but in the past I think they've gotten a little fallen in love with them type thing. You know, gotten well, to the point sh- where they probably shoot too many than they actually need to. So well, and again, they got guys that can year. hit them. Yeah, you got guys that can hit them, but overall they're they're mediocre. They're okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I hate to call them mediocre. It looks like they kind of they've been off and on on the road this year. Uh, they started out the year very well. They beat some some decent squads, but in uh, ACC play, like you said, they've lost. They lost to at Virginia to Duke. You, like you said, they beat Miami twice. They've beaten Clemson and they've beaten. Georgia Tech. Those are the only teams that they've beaten in the ACC. Losing at Pitt and at at Pitt and at Boston College. Yeah, we just won. We just went two and zero in that little stretch. So, uh, and just what do you think it was? What do you think it was? There, I mean, what, I mean, what Boston College? I can't imagine them losing to Boston College. But right, you know what I mean. I mean, they weren't. Yeah, Pittsburgh beat them by seven, and you know they go and they lose to Duke by two. Right. And uh, then they, they lose at Pitt by seven, and at Boston College by five. And like I said, again, we just played those two teams back to back at uh, at their place, and, and we won. So when it's, they've been a little underwhelming um, thus far, it could be one of those teams that were maybe a little bit better than some of those the Purdue's and the LSU's and some of those wins that they got in the non-conference, they might've been a better team because of the people that they had returning. And now you have other teams that are starting to, uh, you know, get a little bit better uh, and they're catching up to them. So again, they got some height, but overall uh, I like our chances to be able to, to keep it going. Uh, usually battle doesn't have two bad games in a row. Um, but I'll tell you what, their numbers are there. So when you look at like well, the rank, oh, well, go ahead. What, what well, when you look about? at like the net, like you said, they're right. ahead of us in the net. Yeah. Um, and as far as like, you know, you know, you what they're ranked. They're yeah, they're ranked. In the yeah, net. they're ranked twenty fifth. Um, and you know, you know that I look at Ken Palm. Uh, Ken Palm has them ranked twenty eighth with, uh. uh what is it, 37 adjusted overall offense and a 22 adjusted overall defense. So, and as far as us, he's got us 35th with 65 adjusted offense and 21 adjusted defense. So, could be a uh, low-scoring game, maybe? It could be. It could be. But I'll tell you what, they, I mean, but Boston College scored 80 on them at home. 87, 87 to 82. Um, Pitt scored 75. Duke scored 80. So uh, it might, it's probably, you know, it'll probably be a little bit uh, lower because of our defense and usually the way the pace of the game goes. But so you're going to put out the my bookie pick. Uh, mm-hmm. The last my bookie pick Joe put out was he did he did tweet it. He he sure did. It uh, it just wasn't under the Q's Militia <laughs> Twitter account. No, so, no, it wasn't. I forgot so, to switch over. I was so, in a hurry. Oh my gosh! I saw that. I'm like, this guy, this guy. So yeah. anyway, <laughs> I just I I failed at life that day. You failed. You did. You did. Um, yeah. So uh, he'll get that. He'll get that out. 
Uh, I just want to say, too, um, uh, J.P. Mulligans is giving away tickets. We've talked about that. They're giving them away. They're, they're, they're doing the whole ticket giveaway thing right now on Facebook for the game against the Seminoles uh, Tuesday at 8 o'clock. So if you go to their Facebook page, like their Facebook page, find the post with the tickets, um, like it, and then share it, and then you're automatically entered to win those tickets. So, mm-hmm. I mean, why the hell not? You know, go go give, right. go give them some love and uh, like their Facebook page. They do it every once in a while for home games. <laughs> go grab some food too. They got underrated food. You think it's underrated? I think it's great. You don't you don't think it's uh, it's not the talk of the town? You mean? Yeah, I'm saying not that like, not enough people talk about right, it. Right, it's, it's not like food, uh, when people talk about food in Syracuse, they immediately talk dinosaur barbecue. It's like, don't, you know. yeah, right. Yeah. No, I'm telling you right now, food. their wings are up there. They got some of the best wings in Syracuse. I remember there was a bar in Syracuse that everybody claimed had the best wings, but I didn't think they were that great. I don't want to mention. Yeah, but no. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, but I'm not gonna. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Just not that good. Uh, and I imagine they. I mean, not 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 that good. It's just up there. Up there, wings are all over the place. So yeah, I mean, right. So you got to be consistent, and, and the competition's all over the place. So yeah, and that has like that kitchen. I've seen it. It's gross. I don't even know how they stay open. So anyway, I would never eat nothing out of there. I'm telling you, uh, everybody's <laughs> like everybody probably not, wants to know what I'm talking about, but I can't. I know. Right? I can't trash anybody and then say who they are. I'm, right, not, right, I'm not down right. for that. But um, yeah, you knew instantly though. That's funny. Just do your research. Yeah, yeah, right. So, all right. Well, that's it. Go check out uh, JP's page. I want to thank them. Uh, they probably still have our swag there. I haven't heard anything that they need um, anything else. But um, Yeah, I'll have to talk to Nick. Yeah, check it out. And uh, I want to thank Tick Splits, Armchair All-Americans. I want to thank all of you. James on guitar, thanks for participating in fan feedback. Thanks for listening. The show has just grown. Like Ever since this football season started, when we started – um, getting back into talking, breaking, you know, talking games and doing previews for upcoming games. Every month we have just shattered what we did the month previously. And that's just mm-hmm. thanks all to you guys. You know, I think I counted, I think there's only like six states that don't, that have never downloaded our podcast in the, in the United States. And the yeah, t- no, I can't believe New York's one of them. Yeah, but but <laughs> there is a ton of there is a ton of people who listen that are just all over, and there's yeah. a bunch in like California and like, you know. So thanks, I you know I appreciate it. That's a one big huge benefit about not being just local radio. So um, uh, thanks again, and uh, I'll, I'll stop now. I'm just I'm just bloviating. But all right, yeah, thank yeah, jeez, okay. All right, I'm just okay. I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I noticed. I noticed. All right. More Cuse Militia podcast is inevitable. Thank you guys again. Joe, screw you for Joe. I'm Sean. We're out. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Cuse Militia podcast, the fan's voice with Sean and Joe.